This week on Welcome Back to Roswell, we're talking about the episode Interruptus from Original Roswell and Goodnight Elizabeth from Roswell, New Mexico. I'm excited to see Isabel's honeymoon. I know it doesn't go so well, but it's very pretty. Uh, I just got back from vacation myself, so I'm in totally still like a vacation mindset. So I think this should be a fun episode. Uh, and then with Roswell, New Mexico, I don't know what to expect, but that's I'm hoping for surprises. And the show tends to give them to me. All right. Uh, enjoy, guys. What does Jesse watch on TV instead of having sex with his wife? Golf. What sports equipment does Jesse bring on a honeymoon? Does he also bring golf equipment on the honeymoon? Mm -hmm. Who refers to Jesse as Isabel's human toy? (laughs) That's Kavar. Yeah. What do Michael and Max see when they get to La Jolla? Isabel and Kavar smooching Mm -hmm. near a gazebo. What alcohol do Jesse and Isabel have in their room? Champagne. Why does Mr. Evans visit Valenti? Uh, because he's got questions about what the kids are up to. Specifically, that blonde girl that I'm pretty sure used to live with the Valentis. <laughs> Which, gotta say, uh, Valenti men have a better st- story for this. They don't have... They don't have... They don't have much. Like, uh, she moved away. Well, especially because... <laughs> I don't think anyone knows that Mr. Harding died. So right. all they really have to do is like Mr. Harding, who had transferred, he called for his daughter. Right. He was like. That would be fine. But like Sheriff Lenti panicked. Freaked. He freaked out. And so clearly didn't have a phone number or an address for these no, a- this no, aunt. No, definitely not. Oh, I got to look around. Like, I know the house is a mess. and like The house is a mess. There's a, a, a man and a boy living there. So yes. Like, the place is legit a mess. Yes. Um, but, like, he would know where that information was. Sure. He wouldn't. Yeah. He wouldn't be like, I have to check with my son. Who, by the way, this is a great episode for Kyle. Yeah. Love him so much. He's great. Him saying at the beginning of the episode that denial that he's all about denial as a way of <laughs> life <laughs> was just perfect. He's so good. He's great. He needs to be in more things. I agree. I was going to ask the same question of like what, not that a lot of these actors are, you know, showing up in other stuff, um, but like what, why, why haven't I seen him on other things? Well, he's been in some stuff. He was in the show Revenge. Okay. He played... At- and you'll see why I like this. He played the Revengers. Uh-huh. So, like, the plot of it is she lived in this town. Her dad got framed for murder. Um, and then she comes back to get revenge on everyone. Okay. When she was a kid, she had this best friend. Yes. Then they, she grows up and she comes back as this other person. Ooh, and then she can romance? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. But, like, she's at first she's pretending to be someone else. Sure. She's not Amanda or whatever. I they they all have names like that. But he plays the childhood best friend who now and I think that he adopt my memory, mm-hmm. I think this is true, is that he adopts her dog like when she gets taken into foster care or whatever. Yeah. He takes over her. So he has he like raises her dog for her. 
But of course, she doesn't. Even, he doesn't even know that. Like right. when she comes, like when she comes back, she like sees her dog, and it's been so taken care of oh. by this guy. Oh, he's yeah. such a sweetie. He's a sweetie. He's not as quirky as Kyle. Yeah, but he's he's a sweetie. Like you, you, you love him. Do you think they set out to make Kyle quirky, or is just like something that happened through like the course of writing the character for two and a half years? Where like they just kept adding like layers or being like I don't know what to do with him. I don't, he gets into Buddhism. I don't know. I think a little bit of that, but it is the second episode where he has one of my favorite lines of all time. When after he gets completely, he gets used as part of the con at the festival. Yeah. Like and gets completely stood up by Liz, and he confronts her in the hallway, and he says, "A person should be on time, Liz." <laughs> <laughs> So he's always been a little bit off. That's true. He's always been like impressionable. That's like a, yes. it's like a dweebiness of like that's something that was said to him at some yes. point. Yes, and he took it to heart. Like there's right. a it's like an earnestness. Yes, like he has always been earnest. Like he's always been out there in the world, experiencing mm-hmm. the world, and like yeah. gathering life lessons. Yes, one of them was a person should be on time. <laughs> a person should be on time, Liz. <sighs> when he has every right to be so mad at her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because she shows up dressed like. Do you remember she dressed like Ripley? Oh, she yeah. shows up at his house with her hair slicked back and she kisses him and she's like, meet me tonight at the at the festival. Also, she could save some other dude. Oh, poor Kyle. Poor Kyle. And now. Yeah, he's Isabel's confidant, but he does not. There's not a lot of support no, for him. She just dumps. She just dumps <laughs> on him. Like, by the way, the alien that killed us all is here. Yeah, and uh, I'm not gonna tell uh, Max no. and Michael about it. No. That's on you. Uh, peace out. I'm leaving from the reception directly yes. to my honeymoon, as they do on television. They do. Has I don't believe I've ever known a couple to do that in real life. No, I've known couples to stay at a hotel that night or like go yeah. to yeah. Uh, not their house. Right, and that makes a lot of sense. Um, mm-hmm. Like especially if the wedding is because I feel like so many weddings that I go to are not are like semi destination yeah. weddings like even even if it is like near someone's hometown or yeah. something like that that it's still like a little bit outside yes so that there's like a hotel that people are staying yeah. in or something like that i'm a big fan of the day after brunch oh yeah like i think that's such a nice way to like cap her on the on the mm-hmm. wedding you get to see people and talk to people that maybe you didn't get to see. Everybody gets to say congratulations. It's a little less pressure. Yeah. So I feel like you miss, you lose that. Well, and you also you get leave. to like follow up on the fun time you had. The yes, night you get to reflect upon it. Good. There was, look, there was dancing. There was yeah. maybe a band, definitely a DJ or something. So yep. like, it was loud and like you got to connect with people, but you didn't really get to talk to anyone. No. You can do that the next morning at brunch. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And you can say hi to the people that you met at the wedding that you're like your new friends. Yep, they're your, and maybe you're going to exchange phone numbers. Yeah. Probably not. You're just going to follow someone on Instagram. Yeah, like, you'll follow each okay. other on Instagram, but that's something. Yeah. And then like five years later, you'll be like, I, who is this? Who is Why this? do I follow this person? Why do I have to look at so many pictures of this baby? So many pictures of the baby. I get it. I get it. Babies are cute. Babies are cute. I mean, considering how many pictures I take of my dog, I can only <laughs> imagine. That if the if it came out of my body, holy moly, I would take even more. Also, truly, like my friends' babies, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. They're yeah. they're cute, and I'm like emotionally invested yes. in this baby. So like, I do, I do get it. Yes. 
Um, but yeah, it's like a, a wedding friend's baby is not is not yeah, I'm that not interesting. Not that interested in that. No. Um, but there's nothing like that for uh, Isabel and uh, Jesse's wedding because they're off. They're off that night. Mm-hmm. There's they haven't even the dishes aren't even done. No, not a lot of dishes. Not a lot say, of dishes, but Michael's complaining. Yeah, uh, Liz, is it Liz who uh-huh. gives him the, this, uh, this like bus tray of dishes? That's and half full. It's uh, half full at most. I One of my side gigs right now is uh, managing rentals for yeah. a, uh, a company that does things like that for events. So how many play settings was that? I, I mean, I think that was probably 12 plates. <laughs> like max. And we saw the size of this wedding. That was like 150 people. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know if they all shared plates. I don't, I don't know what happened. <laughs> or if like everything else had been washed already or what. Yes. But that was not that was not a big workload that Liz was shoving off on Max. You could put those all in one push through the. I assume that they've got like that's a real the thing kitchen, is the uh, only thing would be if the yet. if the if the crashdown doesn't have a dishwashing machine. Which I guess it, no, like a diner style place has to, right? Because you've got a lot of plates and a lot of cups and stuff. I mean, they didn't always. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know. I I would hope for their sake that, yeah, but I think you're right. It's one push through. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not that big a deal at all. It's not that big a deal. Like, and it's your job. Right. I think that's the part that's like. That's the part that's the most onerous. Also, it looked like all the plates were at least scraped clean. Like, yeah, they weren't even covered in food. Yeah, you're just this is not that through, gross. You're putting them through on sanitize, man. Yeah, you're like it's, you're, it's a light. It's nothing. It's gonna do all the work. It'll yeah. be three minutes. It'll They'll get, come out hot. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a little steamy. Right. Standing by it, which is never. It's no, not a just, good steam. Just, just walk out and like talk to people. Yeah, while exactly. Go we'll talk go to Maria. In. When was the last time you did that? Oh my God, they don't ever talk to they each other. They don't ever talk to each other. The only moment they have in this episode is when she thinks Kavara's hot, and he's like. Mer. <laughs> That's it. That's He's the only- right, though, because Kavara's the most like dud dude. And now you've seen episode. the whole. Now yeah. you've seen the whole little Kavara arc. Yeah, the Kavark. I don't the Kavark. I don't, and it's not. I guess it is against this actor, but I don't get how he, why this role, why he's playing this role. I don't get why he's playing the role. The fact that he's inhabiting the body of a Roswell resident yes. uh, also kind of like muddies the fantasies that she was having yeah. about him earlier. Because it's like, why would he look like that? Well, why not... would she look like her? I mean, both things, yeah. both things are, are equally like, what? Um, but yeah, most of all, if they had just cast like a hottie. Yep. Or someone like genuinely mysterious and sexy. Especially yes. because so much of the episode hinges on Isabel not fucking Jesse. Like for as long as yes. possible. Um, and like there's no point where I believe that any of the characters are more attracted or any of the viewers are yeah. more attracted to Kavar than they are to Jesse. Yeah, I think there's something. He's just not. And Volandra betrayed her whole family for this guy. Right. She gave up everything. It's someone who has to be like legendarily sexy. Yes. And bad boy and like it Yeah, it, Let's it, dreamcast him right now. Uh, uh any actor from any time in their career 
Oh wow! So like we we can we can uh, we can choose like a, a a young Robert Redford if we need to. We can we can do a, a, a like early '90s Brad Pitt, like whoever we think is going to be. All right, I don't know that he ever plays a villain. Ooh, but I think a '70s Harrison Ford could pull this off, right? Like yeah. So maybe we need more Regal. The other one that popped into my head, and this is a really, you know, a short reach because this is essentially what he played in the show, Shadow of Bone. But Ben Barnes. I don't know who Ben Barnes is. Oh, I'm he, him up. okay. Looking yeah. him up. And if you don't find a hot enough picture, I'll I'll send you some. Um, <laughs> I'll just, I'll just add the hot plot to my of that is a girl finds out she has powers and then is trained by the ultimate guy with the powers. Um and who's also mysterious and has a backstory and but is like is he good is he bad mm. okay yes i get it i get yeah. it i see it um so i feel like but 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 that's a lower hanging fruit than a harrison ford is on another level yeah of charm uh, yeah no that i mean that's a really that's a very good answer uh oh, oh, 70s harrison ford yeah, but even like, and this, I think this actor is a little bit too actorly. Mm-hmm. But I think that if he really committed, and this would be a tall order because I don't know that he's ever, com- if he ever commits this hard. Yeah, but like a '90s Jude Law. Ooh, that's interesting. Because the- how, how about a '90s Tate Diggs? Oh, yeah, I could see that too. It would be a different flavor, like it would because be a it flavor, wouldn't yeah. necessarily be the like. Because I don't know that I, it's harder for me to see Tay Diggs like leading people into war. Yeah, that's but true. that would be but... the interesting part because he's so charming right. that you would be like, it would be something you wouldn't see coming, and then it would come, and you'd be like, oh my god! Right, you need to be hit over the head with the sexiness, yeah, and surprised by the sinister. Yes, and I think he could pull that off. I think he could. I mean, he's a good actor. Right, Daniel Day Kim also. Oh my god! But I would root for him. I would root for him too. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so yes. it's not, it's, I'm sorry to this man, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll always do that about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's tough. It's a, it's a very, it's an almost impossible job that they've yes. given him. And there's a lot to be done in this episode because I think we're supposed, because the, the Valandra inside Isabel right. is pulling her along and possessing her and making all these decisions. And so and I think that the flashbacks or the visions that Isabel has could be working a lot harder for yeah, us than they yeah. are. They're, they're not, it's, they're not sexily they're, shot no. or lit. And I think like you said, because we shouldn't be limited to these actors. No. So like, honestly, a hand touching a hand yeah. could have been se- like, could have been sexy. Or like a hand tracing along like the side of a body or something. Perfect. Like, there, I think there are ways to do it. And so what's interesting is I feel like in, and this turned out to be put in their brains by Tess, whatever, but, or maybe, I, got, I don't think we know for, this is my headcanon, they were put in their heads by Tess. But do you remember, and these, I don't know if you saw these episodes, I think you did, from the first season when okay. Isabel and Michael were having sex dreams about each other? Yeah. Yes, yes. Those were way Those hotter. Were way sexier, yeah. And like, 
and again, it was a little ickier because they were teen, like, right, r- yes, but like those were way hotter. So it's like the show is capable of it, yeah. But like somehow this was like cheesy, sexy, and didn't land. And I feel like, yeah, I mean, and that I don't know if it was like her in a she was in a ball gown, and then they're making like it just was way hotter. So I don't know. Yeah, and it's like, and you can't you can't fault Catherine Heigl. No, like. She's also kicking ass in this episode. Oh she, my god, she has to carry this episode on her back. I so and like she has that uh, that sort of like fantasy sequence yes. where she's like, which is so funny. Yes, uh, where she's like confessing that she's an alien mm-hmm. and like the uh, Max and Michael are like standing behind her doing basically fucking nothing. Yeah, for this not scene. helpful at all. Um, and then there's also her turn as Valandra. Yes, which. Uh, like genuinely playing a different character yep. um, is scary. And mm-hmm. it's not just the eyes. It's also no. like the way she carries herself. Totally. Um, and is like so aware of what the eyes do for mm-hmm. that characterization that she like leans into that sort of like doll quality. Yes. Um, like she was just fucking great in this yes. episode. So like the only, well, I'm not saying, she's not the problem in the, in the uh, fantasy no. sex scene. No, sequences. I don't blame her. And it's, it, it's one of those things that, like, maybe when they storyboarded it, they thought it was going to be hot, and then it just, it just doesn't land, or at least not to our twenty twenty one eyes. Yeah, that's I a don't good remember point. Th- ever thinking it was hot, but uh, yeah. So, I want to talk a little bit about Kavar. Yeah, and his plan. Yes, because he. What are what are his powers? Do we know what his powers are? Well, he's full alien. He's full alien, so he's able to do the you know like, like the force throw and yeah. the, the like matter rearranging stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, does he have mind powers as well? Is he using mind powers over Jesse, or what's he doing? I think he must have. Here's the thing, though. And I'm trying to remember, because we've seen people be possessed by aliens before. Right, right. So he at least has that ability. Yeah. I don't remember if they were able to do alien things. Well possessed. While possessed by aliens. Like, did Brody get powers when he was possessed? I can't remember. I can't remember. I should. I should know this. I've seen these episodes a million times. But like, so that's, but in this, one of the powers he has is he can make you sick. Sure. Okay. So he is he is doing that for sure. Okay. So he's able to affect human physiology as yeah. well. I'm what I'm trying to figure out is, um, so uh, Jesse is in the sauna. Yeah. And Kavar slash Kevin appears. Yeah. Uh, in in the sauna, and I can't tell if he's like using mental powers over Jesse here, or if he's just being like regular charming. Jesse's looking for someone to like bond with on his honeymoon, yeah. and like. Just meets this guy and is like, "All right, we'll hang out for a while." Here's he the doesn't thing. go back to his wife, who's been napping for like three hours. But I think we're supposed to. I think we're supposed to buy into this idea that Kavar is very charming. Mm, okay. So I think it is. Yes, he. I mean, but he's also letting Isabel sleep. Right. <sighs> Yeah, so maybe he is just maybe he's just supposed to be. And this is another uh, knock against this actor. Yeah. I'm sorry to this actor um, that like he doesn't. I I don't buy that this character is that is so charming as yeah. to uh, you know make him 
forget about checking in on his wife to uh like have a drink with them and like yeah. have dinner with them or you know what however long he ends up hanging out with them um like that would be that would be weird right to be like out on your honeymoon mm-hmm. take a nap cuz you know whatever you yeah. had a long night um and then like your new husband is like having drinks with a new friend who like wants to hang out with you all night like that's fucking weird that is weird that's a lot it's a lot i think it's also like and I, this annoyed me when I saw this, so I wrote the question. Jesse brought golf clubs. Not a his and her set. Right. But golf clubs. That's a four-hour act, outdoor activity yeah. that you can't do together. Or maybe you would expect her to rent golf clubs, but I don't think so. So it's, I think that's weird on your honeymoon. I'm not, now, that, that first year anniversary. Too. Yeah, first year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Separate activities. Go for it. Yeah. But your honeymoon, like, literally, you're supposed to have sex. Right. Hang out together. Mm-hmm. Be in love. And kind of that's it. That's it. That's the whole gig. Yeah, and then you like, eat together. You eat you together. Drink you drink together. together. It's together. It. Like, I yeah. wouldn't assume that you have four hours for activities on your honeymoon. Now, again, honeymoon is specific. Right. Any other vacation. Any time. other vacation before right. and after your wedding, like any vacation. Right, 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 right. But literally, your honeymoon. You have an assignment on your honeymoon. Like I don't even think she should go get a massage by herself. No, it, it should be a couple's, couple's massage. massage. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um. So I guess, but he does. It's karma. He brings the golf clubs, and then he gets abandoned. <sighs> yeah, he sure does. Um, it's he. <laughs> So he gets abandoned, and then also he makes a friend, yes. right? In in terms of yes. uh, of of Kevin, and then is like suspicious of Isabel after that, which is so weird. Yeah, because it's like I know he's not cheating on her with yeah. uh, Kevin, but there is like a, a little bit of like, well, wait, what are you doing? Like, right? Go back and hang out with her. I know she's asleep, but like, I don't know. Yeah, no, you're right, and it has been three hours, so her nap could be done. Yeah, that's too long of a nap. It's a. It's gonna fuck up her sleep that night. Yeah. Um. It's a. It's a weird episode. It's a weird episode, but I enjoy. It's I. It's fun. I mean, the whole, the wacky, the wackiness of them like trying to consummate their marriage and all these things keep coming up. It's a farce. It's a farce. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's. I, do you think that they got to a point uh, in this season where they were like, okay, so we have to film a few of these episodes in California. Yeah. Um, and just nakedly so. Yeah. Because um, like the actors were like, look, we're not, gonna, we're not going out to Roswell. No, we're tired <laughs> in New Mexico. Like, we'll film what we have to, but like, yeah. if you can just set a couple yeah, I, in LA. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder about that. Because yeah, these were, this was another like very, yeah. like I don't think they went to La Jolla. No, this was Cal. This was Southern California, like our neighbor, like where we live. Yeah. Um, and like the same sort of like woodsy areas where you're yeah. like, oh, that's that that's in Malibu. Yeah. Like that's where they you know filmed the like other dimension scenes in Angel. Yeah. Totally. Like yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they keep going back to California, but they do. Um, the other thing, and I don't. Ultimately, they don't kill him, but it's kind of crazy that Michael and Max immediately (laughs) are like, I don't care that this is a human being with a wife and a family. 
Yeah. I we're gonna murk him. We're gonna murder him. Yeah. It's tough. Like it's, it's a it is a weird look on those guys. It does not it's not a flattering look on them. No. And it's feels out of character. It does, but like to to a point you uh, like to bring up about Max is that yeah. when he gets, you know, when he gets like his uh, his backup like yeah. against the wall, he's like, "Well, fuck it, I'm gonna do whatever I need to do." Yes, like, and I guess if it had been Max saying that and Michael being like, "This guy is a person," and right. then Max, you know, laying down the law or something, I don't know. It's like I feel like we needed more of a conversation. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, and also would have like strengthened uh, Max desired. Max's desire to kill the guy too, like yeah. Michael telling him you probably shouldn't kill the guy is it's like gonna, perfect. Yeah. Like that's Max how, cat, yeah, that's like, how oh, we'll now commit. we gotta kill him. Well, there's the other part that there we'll see how the rest of the season progresses. But that Max spent the first three five episodes of the show, the first half of the season, searching for a way to get home. Yeah, all he wanted was to get to Antar so he could be with, save his child. Right. That's all he wanted. Right. Just a way, a way off this planet to Antar. There is one. There's a damn portal. There's a portal that gets yeah. opened. Mm-hmm. Max doesn't mention it. Liz doesn't. Nobody even mentions the idea that Max could use that portal to do what his goal has been all along. Even, yeah. A, yeah. even saying, yeah. like, I wish I could, but I can't because of it. We just slide right by a portal opens. Right. I mean, here's the thing. I think this is, and this, uh, I think th- this first point is undebatable. This yeah. is an Isabel episode. Yes, it is. And Max is just a like guest star in the, in totally. the episode. Because uh, you called it out at the beginning. Uh, he's like, uh, he's got his arm around his mother's shoulder, yeah. and they're like being like super friendly and super chummy. And it's like, she had a moment with Isabel. Yeah. She didn't have a moment with Max. No, they didn't make up. They're still like, he's still an estranged son at this point. Yes. I guess he did give a nice speech at the wedding and his Ooh, parents were there. They almost weren't going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's. It's just, he's his. The, the you're Max right. He is a side character. Like, yes. In, in he is episode. a side character, but it, it is just wild. Yeah. That. And we got introduced the idea that there's another way home. Right. Earlier. Better than a ship. Better than a ship earlier in the episode. So there was time to give Max a heads up about this. Even if he, I'm not saying we needed Max to leave the planet right now, but like. Yeah. Shit. And you know what? That could have been an even better tension. I know we said Max yeah. says kill the guy yeah. and Michael says not. But if they had flipped that and mm-hmm. Michael was like, look, I'm the I, I'm the, the warrior right hand yep. man. I uh, I see a nail. I'm a hammer. I'm yep. going to hit it. And uh, Michael being like, no, we got to keep or Max being like, no, we got to keep him alive. So we yeah. can use his portal to get home. Like that's a boom. Good, like then everything. And then it also like because. Do I think Michael would have the guts in the moment to do it? I don't know that he actually would. Right. right. He never. He they never really game. get to. Right. Yes. I, they never really get to the moment. But if he really got to that moment, I don't know that he would have the guts to kill the guy. Um, or the lack of whatever it would take. Right. right, right. To like the disassociation to do it. But yeah, that automatically then it's a more interesting. And it, it doesn't have to be successful. No. Like, Max could be running toward it, and then 
Kavar's right, gone. But it can still zoom and yeah. yeah. Suck Kavar's soul out of that <laughs> out of that body. Poor guy's body. He's doing all right. Uh yeah, yeah. I think it's funny that um Michael is like, I don't know, maybe you were abducted by aliens. I thought yeah, that was I thought that, that was, was cute. cute. Um nice job there. Yes. Tying it back to just like the whole show. Yeah. Um, we also have the culmination of something that Michael mentioned a few episodes ago that alien sex is different than human sex. Yes. And so Jesse says that was different. Yes. But he's happy. He's happy. Yes. He's not disappointed. Um, so that was just, he was having, he was having the alien sex experience. I think he was having the alien sex experience. They didn't like do anything crazy. I don't think so. Okay. I mean, the other thing about it is if this was like a normal relationship or a normal show, you would assume that they'd had sex before, before yeah, this. Absolutely. They were having a secret affair for six months. Right. A secret affair with no sex is, is so the one that's just like making out in closets. Like, what are you doing? Boo. I mean, yes, but the show is the show. Yeah. The farce of it, I think, was fun. Yeah. The, yeah. That, 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 that was fun. Um. Yeah, I forgot that alien sex uh, is a weird like I for whatever reason I wasn't like putting together those yeah. those uh those Yeah, dots. they didn't put it in the previouslys, but I guess it would have been a little weird to put it in the previouslys cuz it was but Michael did call it out earlier this season. Yeah. Like what are you going to tell him when you guys sleep together and, and have amazing alien yeah. sex? Yeah. Um, um how do you feel about the Jesse sees an alien portal? Uh, and then, like, gets clubbed over the head and, like, forgets it. And then Isabel kind of, like, uh, gaslights him and has sex with him to make him forget <sighs> or not remember. Yeah. I don't love it. But I don't really love that she's lying to him anyway. Like, yeah, it's not yeah. great. It just, at, it, to me, it just makes what she's doing to him worse. All the ickier. Yeah. yeah. So, like, she was already lying to him. And now she's lying to him about specific yeah, things. that's bad. And uh, specific things wherein he has some sort of like serious brain damage yes. from, from an injury he sustained during. Yeah. It. Yeah, that's not great. It's. I... And then the other thing, and I guess I was wondering while we were watching it, and I guess the show doesn't tell us this, so it might not be true, but she, kind, she may have implanted memories. Because he seems to remember things that aren't that aren't that wouldn't be actual memories. Because he said they were dancing. Yeah, or maybe that's the last in a room. So maybe he's thinking of last night when they were dancing at the wedding. At the no, at the um, they after they have dinner, they dance. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. So like maybe he was trying to say that he didn't remember anything before that. But that means he's missing a whole day. He's missing a whole day. That's so much time to lose. That's so much time to lose. I don't know. Is Isabel doing that to him or? Yeah, we don't know. It's not clear. Um, the other thing going on in this episode is uh, Mr. Evans. Yeah. Uh, forming a coalition of the dads. I love it. To try and figure out what's been going on with the kids over the last two years. It's such a good idea. It's one yeah. of those things that I, because I watch a lot of teen shows and like paranormal shows and stuff. This should have this should have happened in other shows. It would yeah. have been so cool. All the clueless parents getting together and having their like parallel. Yeah. What, what do you know? Yeah, what exactly. What have you been exposed to? And like, are you noticing weird stuff? Right, and having like their parallel experience of mm-hmm. this discovery, especially a couple seasons into the show, because the first yeah. season of any of these shows is like the people introduced to the new world and da, 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 you know. Right. But like, it's so fun to have that all over again with the parents. Who, 
kind of get it, but don't, but they have no idea what they're, or maybe they have an idea. I mean, they know that something's something going is on. off and um, weird. Yeah, and which is cool to just like get that sort of like detective side of it. Yes, uh, but from a very non-detective perspective. Yes, right? like all they can really do, and it's it also just feels so real, right? Yeah. Like, um, I always knew when I was growing up that like my parents were talking to my friend's parents right like trying to triangulate yes. what the fuck we were up yeah. to um and when i would make new friends that my parents would be like okay now we got to figure out yep. how to like interact with these people's yes. parents um and it's just uh yeah hadn't really been happening on the show before and it's neat to see it like playing out now yes and i like that we come right in with the valenti piece because in a way, Valenti is too much. yes, and has been betraying that parental oath. Yes, like that the deal amongst parents to keep all your kids safe. He has been keeping secrets from all the parents, but in a way, has been keeping them even more safe by being like their confidant and like actually yeah. helping them in ways that they needed it. Yeah, I really wish, and maybe we'll see her soon. <laughs> but I wish. That they, the Mrs. Deluca was oh, in yes. this. I mean, we may see our future, but like she, I think, would add some spunk to this team up. Oh my gosh, yes. And also, she, what, she's kind of, she could also be a key because she, she's, she's the, wheels, the most, as it were. <laughs> yeah, she, well, she's the, been the most exposed right. to alien stuff and has like the closest thing to a relationship with Jim, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, like, she could honeypot him. She could definitely honeypot him. Easy. See, this is the show. Like, I, <laughs> this is the thing. I'm just, I, yeah. I wish that I could make shows exist. Right, right, right. That if we I had deviate. The, yeah, and there's a show about kids having paranormal hijinks, and then their parents parallel having a show, and their drama is trying to piece together what the kids are doing. That's so good. Right, especially because you know they're going to get it wrong sometimes. They're going to. Because they they don't know. Right. And what if they then, like, uh, stumble into something different? Happening? Yes. <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. Oh, my God. <sighs> yeah. I would, that's, just that parallel show is fun. Um, and Maria goes back and forth. She's a little bit inconsistent in this episode because she's the first person to notice Mr. Evans coming to talk to uh, yes. Mr. Parker yeah. and she calls it out and she's like, this shit's weird. Like, let's keep our eyes on this. And then later she's like, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. And then like, well, I guess cause Liz picks it up, right? Yeah. Then Liz, Liz grabs it and of course goes full ho- hog right. and is like, and she like, confronts her dad. Well, and yeah. even before that, it was, she's on the phone with Max, and she's like, oh, by the way, I know that you're wrestling with whether or not you should kill this regular-ass <laughs> dude who's been inhabited by the spirit of the alien that murdered all of you in a previous life. But also, your dad is asking questions, and he's like, I don't, I can't. <laughs> I don't have time for that. You handle it. <laughs> yeah, you deal with that. And then she does. She does. She breaks into the, the office mm-hmm. somehow and <laughs> is yeah. hiding in the closet. Um and then, uh, like, when they leave... Uh, it, well, like, do you think he locks that door behind him? I bet he doesn't. That's a good point. The front door? I bet he left the front door open so that she just came in the front door and went in the closet and waited for the police. You think, like, the, the street level door is unlocked? or the Because uh, it's, it's like you go in I think upstairs. both are unlocked. Okay, all right. Like, maybe at the end of the night, the street level and the yeah, door yeah, is that, locked. Yeah, that would make sense. But, like, I think during the day you could... Because I think you could walk into the office. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. For, um, like... 
clients would yeah. go up there. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but he has a special board. He does. Covered in index cards. Yes. Sometimes multiple index cards to mm-hmm. make up one big headline yep. that says, what is Max hiding? <laughs> Sometimes that. Sometimes that. Um, and he's got a lot of he's got a lot of good pieces yeah. on the board, right? He's got like Tess. Mm-hmm. He's got Utah up there. Yeah. He's got uh, you know a, a, a couple things like he's, he's got the missing Jeep, which mm-hmm. is a very good one because remember they set that Jeep on, on fire because they yeah. thought they were leaving the planet. Yeah. Which does not make sense. Like, because they yeah. weren't staging a car crash. No, they were just lighting a Jeep on fire. Yeah. And also, damn shame. Just a we damn love shame. that Jeep. We love that Jeep. R.I.P. Jeep. All right. Maybe we'll get a Jeep sighting on Roswell, New Mexico. Let's find out. So what do we think are the limits of Jones's powers? Because it seems like he can do anything, especially with that sword in his hand. Yeah, I think the sword gives him superpowers. Um, enough to take a buckshot from the shotgun yep. and just like get right back up. Get right back up. And it mean nothing. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I, it's, it's unclear to me. Obviously, he retreats from the cops at, at the yes. end. Yes. But, we, but we talked about this earlier, but like Liz implies that he wants to take over Max's body. So in order to officially take over Max's life, he can't kill everyone. Well, but does he even want to take over Max's life or just like, okay, so. <laughs> he's not saying he's trying to go back to another planet. Sure, right. But why, why would he be interested in living Max's life? Well, he would want Max's like driver's license and passport. But, but why? To just so to, that to he exist could, in So that he world. could live in Earth. Mm, okay. Okay. I mean, that's the easiest way to live on Earth is as a human. It's just to... Not as a murderer, a serial killer. Sure, Who's sure, famous, sure, sure. Who has, whose face is everywhere for being a serial killer. Because if he goes... Because mm-hmm. all signs will point to Max. Sure. If Max becomes a famous serial killer, there's nowhere real Max can go. Because he's not a shapeshifter. Okay. All right. That, that does make sense. So he's still hoping to get through this without it appearing to any kind of authority that he's a murderer. Yes, or an alien, probably. Right, 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 right. Like, because he doesn't want to go to alien. I mean, we've seen what the government does to aliens. It's never good. It's not good. I saw E.T. I was going to say, we've seen it on this show. Remember, they were all in prison. Yeah, also that. And then they got exploded. It was horrible. But we can go back as far as E.T. <laughs> You're right, also E.T. Uh... How how you how you feeling about uh, the developments? This episode for me worked much better as an episode yeah. of this show than what we've seen for several weeks. Um, it felt like all of the storylines were building toward the same thing. Yeah, with the possible exception of the Alex story, which is kind of. But it's, it's getting us to the yeah. end of this episode where it lines up with. Um. With Maria. Though, honestly, just getting Alex talking about aliens again is a huge step. That's true. He was uh, he was tied up in that damn Lockhart machine. Which we didn't even know was an alien thing. No. Like, so now at least we know he's he is in the same world that everybody else is. 
Which is sort of a relief because we, yes. we didn't, didn't know that for sure, really. I do feel like, and this is more last week, I guess. I don't know that the most dramatic way to reveal that, he, that uh, I don't remember his name, the uncle is a Valenti, is, I guess they did it with DNA and that was kind of a reveal. I would rather Kyle recognize his uncle. Yeah, totally. Like, that would be way more interesting to me. I'm much more interested in Kyle interacting with him than Alex interacting with him, I guess is yeah. where I am. Well, and also, now we are two weeks in a row of one week of Kyle just absent, yep. uh, missing, yeah. and then now Kyle is here, but he's in a coma. He's in a barn in a coma. Hospital bed. <laughs> a he barn is in a coma. hospital bed, but in a barn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is yeah. very funny looking. Um, you and I are just regular Kyle stands. Like it doesn't I matter think so. Wherever what the series is, we just we, we like, like Kyle. Kyle. I like Kyle. I like Kyle too. Um, and I like Maria, and she is also sidelined for most of this episode. Yeah, and again, we're spending a lot of time in like dreamscapes and mindscapes, right? Because like Jones confronts her twice. Yeah. Um, through the course of this episode. Um. Yeah, and it's just another like. I don't know what the rules are of the mindscape. I thought this was much more effective than once in the past because they outlined the rules. He showed up. He couldn't break the thing. He said, I'm going to go kill people and then I can break the thing. And And then then at the end of the episode, he came back and he like, at least I felt like the internal logic of it, like what it told me that was, you know, like it told me this is how it works. And then it actually worked that way. Whereas I think sometimes this show tells you how something works then you think it's going to work that way. And then, no, there's a twist and it doesn't work the way that we were told. Right. Sort of like the dictator's son piece. Yes. I was so into dictator's son for Michael. But if the big thing of it is that he's Joan's son, why didn't we see any? Why wasn't that foreshadowed in any way? It's yeah. not. This is one of those twists. that's like it's not satisfying because the sh- I don't feel like, and I'll, I'm sure I'll rewatch the show during hiatus, but like, I don't feel like that was foreshadowed or like anything. They didn't have that kind of dynamic. Yeah. It also does the like Star Wars-y kind of like collapsing yeah. of, of things where you're like, there are these aliens that are interesting for different reasons. And, you know, like everyone has these different relationships. But if it turns out that... Max is a clone of Jones, and yep. Michael is the son of Jones. Oh They're shit! Too similar. Well, and then that means that Max, because also Max and Michael's relationship, as the show has gone on, has never felt like a father son relationship, or like no, or even a bond of like, and not the genetics tells, but like. Even their bond, I feel like, has been so strained. It hasn't felt yeah. like in the way that he and Isabel who turned out aren't related, but felt like they were meant to be siblings. Yeah. Michael was always on the outside. But if it turns out that he's like a clone of his father, then it's yeah. like, what? Then you should have you should have felt some, famili- some familial bond or something. And maybe that's something that they'll have to deal with as, as, as we get further here. I don't know. It's, yeah, the, the, that revelation. And then also the, uh, um, the idea that it's not 
that Jones took Mike or Max's place. It's that Jones has projected his consciousness into Max's body. Yes. Um, then begs the question of why does it matter that they look the same? <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's a uh, yeah, it's it's throwing away a little bit of clone stuff um, that I was waiting for the show to use, and then it's yeah. like, ah, you know, it, it, he could he could look totally different. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like they, it, and I think this might be true in other seasons too, but it, it feels like they didn't, when they decided Jones and Max, that Max was a clone of Jones, I don't know that they had any idea that things, that this episode would happen the way it did. Oh, no, no, no. I, it yeah. feels like they had already, he, they already said he was a clone. Right. So they're not going to undo that. Right. But like, they're not really interested in, it's not about. The clone thing wasn't a setup for something later. No, the season of TV feels like uh, an exercise in like exquisite corpse, where like yep. everyone new is just like getting getting the every new episode is just like okay, what happened in the previous one? Okay, here yep. we go. Reading the last page and then doing it. And this one, I think, was the most successful we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you caught it, Maria, the actress who played Maria, directed this episode. Oh, Would- so I did not catch that. Yeah, um, that's interesting because I was also going to comment that this. Uh, episode is just photographed more interestingly yeah. than uh, the show usually is. Yep. Um, there was that uh, the the very first uh, Jones in Maria's mindscape mm-hmm. scene. Um, there was a shot of uh, Jones through the bars. Yeah. Um, that looked really cool and dynamic. Later, when they're at the pony and they're dancing, there was like a nice, like cool kind of low angle mm-hmm. on them with like them silhouetted in, yes. the, in the setting sun. Um, like just generally speaking, this episode looked. And like moved more dynamically yes. than the show normally does. Absolutely, and I think like it's okay. So you know, I feel like in past weeks I've been like I liked the how where things ended up, but I hate I didn't love where how it got there. And this episode, it kind of the opposite when it comes to kind of the 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 Michael reveal. I gotta sit with it. I don't know, but I really enjoyed the Rosa Michael pair up. And him coaching yeah. her through using yeah. her powers and her getting that taste of success. Um, yeah, I, I mean, Rosa gets so, like, beat up on this show yeah. that it's great to see her have a win. Yes. Um, and then also have, like, hot priest friend. Yeah, priest friend might be too hot. This is true. Priest friend is too hot. Also, I mean... I know he didn't technically turn that chair around backwards when he yeah. started talking about <laughs> the wisdom of uh, of Biggie. Yeah. Uh, but like, I don't know, he got real close to being like the cool teacher, you he, know? Yeah. Maybe he's a cool teacher is the vibe. Yeah. But I'm like, man, I, I don't want you to be a priest. Yeah. I don't want him to be a priest either. I want him to be Rose's new friend. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Also... We want her to get with Gregory Maines. I know, but it's not happening. Gregory no, is not. in love with Maria. No, he I doesn't. Know. Gregory does not care how I feel about it. <laughs> he is head over freaking heels for Maria. Yeah, it's which true. is cute and fine. I guess it just blows up the ship in my mind. Right, right, right. And that's no fun. You don't. No, no one likes to have a ship blown up. The other thing that I realized in this episode, and I did it. I enjoyed most of this episode a lot. The. <laughs> I think Alex is just going through a phase right now where I don't really like him. Yeah. Because I was saying, like, I don't love how he, the scenes with him and Michael. And I'm like, no, I think it's Alex. Yeah. He's got, like, a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. He's got, like, this, like, when he's being dragged to the desert by a man he thinks is, might have killed his friend Kyle, he's laughing. 
Yeah, it's very strange. Like, it's, he's, he's got, and maybe he's feeling, you know, because his father just died. Maybe he's feeling like, uh, what do you call it? Nihilistic or something? Like, maybe, maybe not, like the world is just a great yeah. big joke now. And so, like, what does anything matter? But I don't, I'm not, I liked him. He was sensitive mm-hmm. and, like, humane and cared about people. Yeah. Well, and also he had a relationship with our other characters. Yes. He's been removed. He's been off on his own journey yes. for so long. And even in this episode, which, as you say, like, uh, reconnects him with uh, Kyle sort of by yeah. the end. Um, he's still spending the whole time with Kyle's uncle. Yep. Who is not one of our main cast members. No. And who's not the best he's actor. Fine. I also don't really, just, I just don't care about him. Yeah. I guess is, is, is the issue. And it's, the show is so full, and the show never stops adding yep. characters, right? We were just talking about Hot Priest. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, and we spent more time with uh, Sheriff Pete, right? Yep. Uh, or Deputy Pete. Um, like, yeah. He kind of, like, rose through the ranks of mm-hmm. uh, background characters yes. in the previous episodes. And, like, we're just getting too many faces that aren't our core mm-hmm. to try and care about. And, like... The show knows we don't care about Deputy Pete. Yeah. So when he gets stabbed through the chest by the alien sure. sword at the end. Deputy Pete was working with the racist jerks. Yes. Yeah. We're so sort of like, like, yeah, <laughs> I'm down with that. He's an extension of what's like, what's wrong with Roswell <laughs> PD, like our sheriff's department. Like, I, I'm okay with it. It yeah. is. It's weird. Uh, here's the other thing. And I, I know actors, there's limits in reality to what you can do, but think of how, because I don't mind the story point. Think of how much more interesting it would have been if Alex connected with the code breaker who was losing his mind over using the Lockhart machine. Yes, instead of like instead of the about story it. about yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. Especially if it was the same guy who held him at gunpoint before. Yeah. So like, he already has like he already a traumatic has history. relationship yes. with this guy. Yeah. And then find out that that would have been so much more interesting than and. And it's not than just getting like the download. The on download it. on yeah. it. I mean, it's the it is the like the refusal to dramatize a reveal that should have been yes. dramatized. Um, Which kind of feels that way, and I feel like they try. And I keep going back to it. I feel like they tried with the Michael reveal to dramatize that to moment? dramatize it, but I don't feel like we got that. Should have been a much bigger deal. Yes. Or, I mean, it could also be an ongoing mystery, right? Like, if Michael intercepts the sword and uh, Isabel's like, how are you holding that? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't know. It feels right. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, Jones can have like a second of like, Whoa, and then yeah. like force pull it away from him. Right. Like, and then we can have that be a lingering question. Like, yes. That's a, but just the like, oh, well, it's because you're my son. Hello, son. Yeah. Yeah. It's a reveal, but it's like a nothing reveal. Yes. Like we, we don't, we, we can't do anything with it. Or we should have done way more with it. The whole rest of that scene, instead of him yeah. going back to being with Liz, it should have been a fight between Michael and, and Jones. Well, we've got a template for this. It's fucking the Empire Strikes Back, you know? We've seen it. <laughs> we know how it goes. Yeah. But we didn't, we didn't, we didn't we get didn't, that here. That was not what we, we saw That was today. not the show. Um, though, okay, so I will say, though, 
This was the Liz that we love, Scientist Liz yes, in science full Liz. effect. Oh my gosh. Science Liz and like mischief Liz yes. at the same time. Ugh. It's so good to I mean, we've said it on the show before, but we love Liz. Yeah, uh, she's great. The character's great, the actress is great. Amazing. And her doing the whole like trying to uh she's not like seducing, but like she is pretending to be familiar with yes. this character that uh sort of is but also definitely isn't mm-hmm. the man that she was in love yes. with for all of her life um they're like the dynamics happening there are so good and so interesting mm-hmm. and like we the show doesn't really tip the uh, tip its hand on when jones knows what's going on no. until it's too late yep um which is cool because like i didn't i didn't know how that was gonna go yeah i didn't know how it was gonna go it's a genuinely suspenseful scene um, and then even, and then showing when he like pulls the anecdote out of the drink, oh my God. like he has been, he has so much more power than her. And I guess that's also what's kind of energizing me right now is like, mm-hmm. they're, they're facing something that outmatches them in every way. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, so yeah. it's like, what the hell are you going to do? And then they go to try to find the pod, which as you said earlier, they should have they should have gone right. They should have gone right to the pod and killed the pod immediately. <laughs> right. But or, or injected, or injected it with the, the pod with yeah. the thing. But they they didn't think they that didn't way. They didn't do that. And now the pod is gone. So like there are no Liz. Kind of has her cards to play. Of like I'm the only alien scientist that exists, and clearly you need an alien scientist. Great. But like that's the only card she has. Like right. ha- this right. is now again. I don't want to get too excited about this because they might undo it at the beginning of the episode. Jones has a heart attack and Max takes over his body or something. Right, could but very like, easily happen, <laughs> which would be disappointing. <laughs> but like that's opening up a very interesting thing of like, th- yeah, they are really outmatched. Yeah, well, and. Uh, y- you're right to point out that like they're outmatched in all of the ways that they're special. Yeah. Cause like, you know, Michael is like trying to, you know, we've said before that like Michael's are the only powers that have no limit. It's yeah. Like, well, okay. Actually it seems like Jones yep. is way more powerful than that. And also he calls out. And so his ability to separate the yeah. uh, alien, um, uh, whatever it is. The antidote. Or the, whatever. Yeah. The, yes, that inhibitor. He, that, yes, the inhibitor. Thank you. Um, that he's just able to separate it without a centrifuge, without yep. like, any equipment, um, means that he's better at like executing on science than Liz. And also, he's like, I felt all of, I felt uh, this fear, yep. I felt the anxiety. So it means that he's a better empath than Isabel. Yeah. So like, he's just, he's doing all of their powers better than them. Yep. He Very takes exciting. a hit better than Michael. Like he can do it all. Yeah. So no, it's. That part was really, I think, energizing. Um, and I, and as a Maria stan across all shows, right? I like that she's really the one who is standing. I mean, up to him. I mean, Liz stands up to him, but right. Maria is like not Liz backing down. Slugs him. She punches. She him does in the face, punch him in the face, uh, which I clocked <laughs> because I was like, both of these episodes involve a human slugging an ultra powerful alien in the face. <laughs> And gaining like a second. And it works. It It works for a second. For one second. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah, Maria standing up to to Jones is cool. And where it leaves us for the next episode of, again, we're trapped in a mindscape, which like whatever. Um, But it seems like it's one of these let's explore the past. Yes. So I'm wondering if we're going to get like a whole episode of, because we've gotten those before. Yes. Well, this is an interesting one. I mean, I don't know, unless we're talking about, like, genetic memory, 
but she's called Patricia by the right. soda jerk. So right. it seems like she is her grandmother. Yeah, I would believe that. Which is interesting. Um, so, and we're in the 60s, right? We're in the 60s. So yeah. that would be pretty far after the event, the original like crash or like. Right. Well, I think years. it would be time for, because the baby is born in like 48. Patricia's yeah, okay. born in like okay. 48. Yeah, so, so she's probably like 20 years old. Um, so I guess what I was driving at here is, is there any chance that we see our boy from OG Roswell playing, um, he plays Trip, right? Yeah. Trip, I think is still, yeah, Trip's still alive. I, let's do it. Yeah. I'd love, I'd love to see him. Let's see some Trip Banes. I would love to see Trip. A hundred percent. Um. That's my only hope for uh, the the only hope that I have for next episode is let's see trip in the flashbacks. I'm trying to think what I hope. I hope. I don't know. Getting hopes for the show often it's, leads it's to true. disappointment. It's true. Um. I guess I hope that. Rosa gets to continue on the path that she's on of like discovering about herself, getting confidence yeah. and building relationships with each of the people. Cause like I said, when we were watching it, I loved that it was a her and Michael storyline. Yeah. Like we've never really seen them hang out and here they are. And this is what their dynamic is. But again, they're pairing her up with some cool priest and it's like, come on. <laughs> I know. And a cool priest priest. Dang it. <sighs> cool. Hot priest. Cool. Hot priest. Who's like, go listen to some music, which that's exactly what she loves music. It is. That's exactly how Michael got through to her. <sighs> it's amazing. She's got to relate it back to music, baby. It's baby. like jazz. Oh, I also, and this is a bit of a nitpick, but it drove me crazy. The drink that Liz makes is lukewarm. She makes it with mm-hmm. room temperature ingredients yeah. and no ice. Right. Also, that drink looks disgusting. Found time to slice a. Uh, grapefruit or yes. something. <laughs> yeah, she did find time to slice a grapefruit, but not to just get some ice out of the just freezer. Just get some ice out. Just a couple just things like, of it. Like like one big cube. And honestly, given how much Max drinks whiskey, I bet that they're like those whiskey stones. They're gotta be. Just do some whiskey stones. Just drop a whiskey stone in there. I was <sighs> grossed out by that livid. drink. <laughs> I did not like it. Um, uh, there also were some delicious looking milkshakes. Oh my, they were perfect milk. They I were mean, they perfect. Were, they were TV milk. They were TV milkshakes. You're not supposed to drink them, but I would have drunk them all. Um, and that, of course, made us think that we should get. Yeah, I should go get milkshakes. Mu- yes, 100. percent There is something uh, Sarah and I went to uh, In and Out yes. on Sunday night. Nice. Um, and got milkshakes, and of course mm-hmm. they're delicious. Yeah. Um, but like there is nothing really that compares to a milkshake in that tall glass. Yes. With like the little flared lip. Well, because it's and like made with actual scooped ice cream. Yes. You get the whipped cream. You get the cherry. Like it's a different. It's a different drink. Yeah. yeah. Like fast food milkshakes have their place and they're good. Right. But one also in and outs are a little malty too. Yes. So that's that it is like even a different drink. Yes. Yeah. Which is its own thing, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. But a diner milkshake. Ooh. So oh good. Gosh. And the whipped cream and a cherry. Like, uh, come on. And then the little extra they give you. Oh, yeah. I love the extra. Do like, li- the big metal tumbler yep, thing. Yep, in yeah. that metal thing. It's uh. so good. I, this was now uh, uh, at least a month ago, probably more, um, had a, 
milkshake from Shake Shack. Oh, okay. That was uh, one of their specials. They had like a, uh, it was like a chocolate chip, or like a triple chocolate yeah. chip something. Um, it has actual chocolate chips in it. Oh, okay. Like big like, old chocolate chips. No, like mini chocolate oh, chips. Oh, okay. That get like sucked up into the straw. Okay. And then get stuck in the straw because of course they do. Oh. They're, they're too big to not go into the straw, but too, and also too, wait, they're too small to, <laughs> they're too small to avoid the straw, but too yeah. big to make it all the way up the straw. It was an unpleasant experience. I'm sorry. Do they do a big, do they do a big milkshake straw? No, they do a regular size milkshake straw. That's, I think, the problem. Yeah. Milkshake straws really. Should and, be big. Yes. For a good, for the kind of milkshake yeah. that we're talking about. Yeah. For like a, you know, little well, and I think on this show they were using paper straws, which, which would not hold up. No, you might as work. well just have a stick. You may as well have a spoon. A spoon, and that's honestly what you is, should yeah, do. Yeah. Like, because it's a Sunday. Yeah, totally. But yeah, um, but yeah, Shake Shack, get it together. Yeah, I was really disappointed. And that thing probably cost you like eight dollars. It cost too much. They're yeah. not cheap. I, I believe I went in being like I had I had uh, like a five. Yes. And I was like, I could probably get a, a, a small shake sure. with, a, with a $5 bill. And I could not. No. I had to charge it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. But I was like, you know, you, sometimes you have cash and you're like, I want to spend yeah, it. Yeah, sure. I want to get rid of the cash. I don't want to carry it around. Yeah, that's crazy. They didn't let me. Um, Oh, milkshakes are really good. I do not have the makings of a milkshake in my home. No. Well, it's... I mean, you could make your own ice cream. You have an ice cream maker. I have an ice cream maker, but I don't. You you know how much cream goes in ice cream? <laughs> so much. It's got to be a lot. And I don't keep cream in the house. Right. So I have an ice cream maker, but I always have to buy the ingredient. Like, I never course, can yeah. improvise ice cream. Like, whereas, like, bread, cookies. Like, there's a lot of things I could just, like, decide to make one day, and I yeah. have all the things. Yeah, yeah, Ice cream takes it's planning. It's too specific. Well, it's so much fat. <laughs> Like, I just don't keep cream in the house. Right. That's a like, weird thing to keep. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, what else happened here? Uh, okay, so we've talked about Maria, which is really only the beginning and the end. We talked about Cool Scientist Liz. Oh, uh, speaking of Maria in the beginning and, yeah. and the end, uh, it's it's nice to have that sort of like parallel structure yes. to the episode. Again, sort of speaking to just like the general artistry of yes. the episode. Um, starting with uh, Max sitting in the middle of that like constellation yes. fire thing. And then getting back to that by the end of the episode mm-hmm. is very cool and satisfying just from like a narrative structure well, level. And now I'm interested. Now, what does that, cause we've seen that design. It's in the logo of the show. Right. It's a tattoo that Max got when he, you know, was younger, a tattoo that Michael got later to match Max's. Um, it seems like it's a try. It's all, I've always interpreted it as like a triad because the three a- sure. aliens yeah. we know, but that who knows if that has anything to do with anything. I'm very intrigued by this symbol. And now that we know Max and Michael's connection and their connection to the dictator and their connection to the dictator. So is it just the sign of Jones? Is it just the sign of Jones? Like, is that where he draws his power from? Cause like he, he plants himself in the middle of that yep. uh, flaming emblem and yep. he's able to astral project into yes. uh, Maria's coma escape. Yes. Yeah. With powers. Yeah. He's able to bring power with him. So like, I don't know what that, yeah, maybe it just means Jones. Yeah. Then there's also the piece of like, yeah, I, I want, 
I want more information. Like, I want more information <laughs> yes, yes, yes. about because there's also the gross thing that occurred to me in this episode. And Jones, the way we know him to be. Yeah. Mer- Michael's mom and Jones did not have a romance. I could get there in my head that the dictator and Michael's mom had a, ro- a consensual romance. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is much harder for me. Yes. Especially because we've seen Michael's mom and Jones interact. Right. I'm having i'm very that's tough i'm very it's very hard for me to get there and the show may or may not address this if the show doesn't address it my head cannon i think has to go to dark places yeah i don't i don't don't want to i'm sorry i don't want to i don't like that either because it was one it was like the second thought i had is because again i had in my head maybe the dictator and because i could because I don't know anything about the dictator. I'm like right. maybe you know he's a he's a hard man, but he has like redeeming, redeeming qualities, qualities some of way. some kind. Well, but so okay, but that all of all of all of this, yeah, keeps coming back to the the like question slash like kind of annoyance that we have of like not really understanding what the dictator, what Jones wants ultimately yes right like is it to live on earth as max evans is it to get back to this planet and take it over i mean you would think he's the dictator yeah right? he probably like, wants to take her or does he want to subjugate earthlings, he, earthlings. and Possible. he also seemed very he seemed to be learning something or when he saw the alighting stuff yes he seemed to be like oh the alighting which is like, so he didn't already know about that? I mean, I think the lighting's got to be part of all this. Part of me wants, and I know we're about to get a flashback episode of the 60s, once in, do they call it Antar on the show? No. No. We don't know what it's I, called. I don't think we know. So I kind of want a home planet episode. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the things that I really like about the original Roswell yeah. is that it seemed, and I don't know if this is actually a rule that they established, yeah. and maybe it has been violated somewhere, but it feels like there's a rule where it's like, Look, our characters are aliens and they come from space, but we don't ever go into space. Yeah. Um, nothing on the show takes place in space. No. And that feels appropriate and right for Roswell. Yes. Roswell, New Mexico, let's get us into space. Yeah. Let's get on these alien planets. I want to see some of this intergalactic yes. warfare because it's so much more, it feels more like recent and vital, especially yeah. as we have like the dictator mm-hmm. on Earth stomping around. Claiming people are his clones and his son. Well, honestly, when we had Noah, yeah. Noah really like was intriguing. And then we just kind of didn't. I mean, Isabel had her own Noah issues, but they right. were less about like, what was he doing on the ship? What was the, what is the alighting? Right. What all, all, all of, of these, the mythology like, questions. all of the mythology questions kind of got Which sidetracked for like a year of yeah. the show. Right. And now that we are halfway through season three, um, I mean, obviously Jones is talking about Noah quite a bit. Yep. Um, and even like, it's, it's a fun little turn for him to be like, and Noah is one of our shittiest aliens. <laughs> He's not even a good alien. He's a bad one. Um, it, so it, it is cool to see like that bit of the mythology like sort of pop back up i guess that is one of the things about this show is that i can never uh get ahead of where it's going to draw 
yeah it's mythology from yes and i think that's a that's a strength of the show yeah that's part of what is fun about it and i think but but it also when you're talking about it every time you watch it right um is where you start to get yeah like i'm just i'm feeling and I kind of felt, I think I felt this way. I mean, I'd have to listen to the podcast from last season. <laughs> but I think I felt this way last season, too, when we were seeing all those flashbacks to the 40s. And eventually we did get the true, the real story. But when you're seeing a bunch of versions that aren't true, it's kind of exhausting. Right. And you stop caring. Right. Because you're like, yeah. And then eventually that did pay off with showing us the truth and it all did fit together. And there were, like, interesting revelations and stuff in it. But I guess I'm at the point with Jones where I'm like, tell me the real, give me the real information. Right. It doesn't have to come out of Jones's mouth. It can come out of a flashback and come out of what maybe a secret other alien who's been hiding this whole time. Sure. Let's introduce another character. Yeah. Give us a new character. No, but I mean, like there, there was a, a point while we were watching where I was like, I'm having a really hard time tracking the stakes here. Yeah. And if we just knew what Jones wanted, yep. what his ultimate goal was, not what his immediate go- goals mm-hmm. were. Those can still be mysterious. That's fine. Yeah. But if we just know, like, if we leave Jones to his devices, yep. the following happens. Yep. Is, and this is a thing that they did on, the, on original Roswell. They made the stakes with the skins that they wanted to take over, the, take over Earth. Yeah. So the stakes became high for not just the aliens, but for the humans as well. Yes. So, like, is Jones... If Jones is the dictator, is his goal to take over Earth? Because that would be bad. Because that would be bad, and for that our would, aliens and for our and humans. for humans, and right. it would get everybody, every all of the characters, even the ones we just met, would all be have the same stakes right. in that. But if all he wants is to like take over Max's body, so You're he has right. like That's a fresh young body, kind of boring, then, and like either take over his life or travel back to not Antar and uh, re yeah uh, reconquer the planet. That really just affects Max, which is fine, and like we can build motivation around like people protecting Max, but like we we just don't know what it is yet. Like what's at yeah. stake and if I he guess succeeds. There's also this piece. If his stakes were really that low, yeah. Then his strategy should have just been to be nice to everyone. Yeah. Then they would have let him out of the pod and he could have just been a person. Right. Like, yes. He, the, the whole thing of him. Especially because Max is dying. Yeah. <laughs> like, and why didn't he let just Max let Max die? die? Unless he needs that body, yeah. Like if, if his yeah. if his body is also on like a, because why do you have a clone, right? It's to, that's a great question. To carry on your legacy. Yes. At, why do you have a clone? You put it on a ship and you go to Earth. These, what what is happening? And what, why what? why are why on one ship do you have Maria, uh, Michael's mom, and Isabel's mom, and Jones? Why are they all on the same ship? They yeah. are enemies. Yeah. They're fighting each other. Mm-hmm. I think they wait. Do they, they call they, it? They called someone called someone a stowaway at some point. Were they talking about Jones? Jones, maybe. Maybe Jones is a stowaway because they were leaving with Jones's clone. They stole the clone. They stole clone because clone was going to be like used for Jones's something. Hope for the the future, right? Yeah. Um, this is what I assume. I, I assume that Max is like 
a, uh, a a donor body, basically. That, that makes sense. That uh, Jones's time will uh, be up, and he needs to just put his consciousness into an exact double of yeah. himself. Um, the show hasn't confirmed that, but like no, but it that's feels why right. that's usually why you have a clone. Uh, and then that would make sense that why Jones would be like on that ship uh, as yeah. as a stowaway and try and liberate his clone from. Uh, it still doesn't tell us Michael. anything about what the alighting is. No, not And all. I guess going back to like when they decided there was a clone, they I don't feel like they had planned it all out. I feel like when they wrote the word the alighting, I don't know that they knew what that meant. Yeah. So I don't yep. know if they know yet. Like I don't know if I, It's hard to have foreshadowing when you don't know where you're going. Yeah, and like I don't know. I always say that I don't that I, I think that uh, like foreplanning in sort of yeah. uh, serialized storytelling is overrated, and mm-hmm. like um, that uh, there are you can establish a mystery without having like a solid answer to the mystery. Yeah, yet. like you can still work towards a satisfying conclusion. Um, you know, we recorded a we've recorded several mystery shows together. Yeah, yep. um, that we obviously don't know the answers to until no. uh, it it reveals itself. Um, that's made up murder. Yes. Check out uh, the Ryan Bogey produced <laughs> made up murder. Um, so like, you know, cause I know that's a criticism that like would get lobbed at lost. Yeah. Um, even though I think usually when they set up a, a mystery, they had an answer. Um, yeah. And some, I think some of those answers are actually very good. Like, I think the way they yes. explain the numbers, for well, example, is like fun and interesting by the end of it. And lost. I'm sorry not to interrupt, yeah. but and lost. I think did a very good job because it was a TV show yeah. of making very satisfying episodes of television. Yes. Yes. Whereas I think some of the lost clones that came behind didn't always make really satisfying episodes of television. They were good at posing questions and yeah. And all that, the mystery, but like individual episodes of lost are yeah. very good. Yeah. You leave it's that show feeling satisfied by mm-hmm. what you just saw. Now, you also saw like a three-toed statue and you're like, what the fuck is that? I don't know what that means. Right, and we don't truly get closure on that ever. But within... <laughs> I didn't mean to just name one of no, those No, but that ones, was such but... a good this was just such a good example of one that they didn't really cash in. I mean, they sort of do, but not really. Right. But um, like but the individual yeah. episodes are satisfying. Right. And I think that's something that for this show and we record, we talk about it so like I know because we talk about it every time. It is not always satisfying episodes of television. Right. So I guess I don't mind if they don't know what the alighting is. I don't really care if they know what yeah. the clone meant. Yeah. But individual episodes don't feel satisfying. And it feels like the reason is because they're not answering questions. But maybe I'm only looking for those answers to questions because the episode isn't delivering. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, and, you know, Lost obviously has like the sort of structural advantage of every episode is also a flashback yes. to you know a, a very specific like genre story yeah. that we get the a beginning middle and end of mm-hmm. and it reflects the action that's right. happening for that character on the island. It was and a very smart my show. God, it's just such a good show. <laughs> <laughs> and this doesn't have that. But you know uh again this episode had um that nice sort of like structural parallel uh beginning and end. Um so it at least felt like a cohesive piece of of TV. Yes. If not like a great episode of television. And I think they did do a good job of building all of, we did kind of, the characters kind of went off their own directions to work on things, 
But they all ended up in the same place yeah, physically true. and emotionally together. And then the one storyline that seemed like it had was a non sequitur tied right in with yeah. that date. Yeah. Now, I don't know if we're going to just flash to Alex reading the file. Um, I hope not. Are. I hope not. Uh, now that I said that out loud, I'm like, oh, oh man. That's exactly that, what's going to happen. Or he's going to read it to Michael. Uh, Michael's like, I've got bigger problems. I'm the son of the dictator. And the dictator is Jones. And he looks like my friend Max. Um, but yeah, but it, this episode was satisfying. Yeah. yeah. Um, in a it, way that it yeah. isn't always. And it's certainly when compared to like the last two or three of these. The last two or sure. three have been tough. Yeah. But we got Liz's back. Oh, also Liz's hair was amazing in this episode. Yeah. Was, oh my god. Like wavy and fun, mm-hmm. and she, but she was not having fun. No. She didn't really even fake it very well. <laughs> no. Well, but I mean, she ne- wasn't necessarily having fun, but she was like on Liz mission though. Yes. Like, and her getting like sort of tempted to like fuck with Jones's DNA. Yeah. Uh, was very cool and like I I, I like that they're able to play with the drama of like, is Liz possibly going to get distracted in yeah. her, her quest to poison Jones? Because like she wants, she, Ooh, she wants that alien DNA. Yeah, so she bad. does. She really does. I thought for a second he was going to offer her DNA. Yeah. And I was like, <gasps> um, but no, I, I like this show. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Uh, we should watch it again next week. Let's do it. Thank you for listening to Welcome Back to Roswell. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review over at Apple Podcasts or follow us on uh, social media. We're at Roswell Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Take care and have a great week.